Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Reality Realness with three S's. I'm your host, Chantel Francis, here with my lovely co-host. Up top, we have Michelle. Say hi, Michelle. Hi. <laughs> and we have someone new to Reality Realness today. We have Tanya. Say hello, please, Tanya. Hi. So on Reality Realist, what we do is we talk about things, reality television, and all the gossip that goes along with it. If it's your first time here, please make sure you subscribe right down below or hit that like button. So today, oh my God, we are talking about the premiere episode of Big Brother US season 22, All Stars Like Michelle, first thoughts on the episode and the fact that we have a season. What the blood? I mean, honestly, I, at first I was like, yeah, like, I'll watch it. But, like, I'm annoyed by the rumors I'm hearing. Like, I don't want to see Paul. Like, there was people that I was not amped about. I was like, oh, it's going to be lame. Like, uh, uh, uh. Literally, I was, like, shaking, crying like, I, of excitement last night watching it. Like, so many icons. I can't believe the people that they got. I think just because of COVID and people are bored and free. Like, the people that they got... It's amazing. Like, yeah, there's a couple like mediums in there, but for the most part, I'm amped about the cast. I like over half of them, meaning there's going to be someone to root for for a while, <laughs> which I like. Um, <laughs> I don't like when all the people I like go home, you know? Uh, so, yeah. I think I, I'm super excited to see what happens. There's some heavy hitters, especially on the women's side, some really strong females. So I'm very excited, worried, nervous, but amped that we have something to like look forward to now absolutely and tanya you like so what's your kind of your origin story with big brother i watched it since the beginning Yay. um whenever that was 2001 i don't know 2000 whenever it started always loved it um very very devoted watcher and fan for a very long time i will say i've lost a lot of favor with the show over the last like three or four seasons um though i still watch some of them uh i didn't have the same zest that it used to have for me but all stars all stars will always pull me in it's that blind spot that the franchise has been missing where there's been so many seasons since the first All-Stars and so many epic players that we've been waiting for this for the longest time. So once I heard that it was actually happening, I was like, I'm going to commit the three days a week to this at this point. Like, I just need to see it. Like, you'll, you'll do it for Keisha. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. um, there's so many like, my favorite women on the all-stars cast so i'm like let's go like i'm ready okay so who were each of you most excited to see like say your top two women and your top two men that you're most excited to see um i would say top two women obviously janelle and it's a toss-up between keisha and danny i'm gonna say keisha because i'm more surprised that keisha would actually come back um, and then for the men, Kesar, because holy shit, never thought I'd see him again. And, he, and I just, I loved Kesar and he never even made it to jury. So, oh, really like hoping for him. And then I was happy to see, uh, with the men, I was a little bit less super pumped. Oh, Kevin. Kevin. No! He I had the best so intro. Oh my gosh. Kevin. He's just amped to be there. I loved his personality. He made it so far his original season, and I was so happy to see Kevin. Yeah. Tani, do you have two top women and two top men? 
Oh, it's so hard. I mean, like Janelle, Janelle's the reason I love the show. Like there, there's never been a more deeper emotional investment in somebody's success than <laughs> six and seven. Like literally her journey was everything to me. So I'm always happy to see her. I'm worried because when you appear on it this many times, I feel like it's already off to an interesting start, but love her. And I agree with what Michelle said, like super surprised to see Keisha back, but like so down, like so, so down for her. Love her, love, love that season, love her energy. Like I'm here for it. For the guys, I truly don't care for any of them except for Kayser. Like I, I, I don't like any of the other guys. Like Cody <laughs> is not for me. Tyler is I not. You like Enzo a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh I don't like Tyler. I agree with don't that. Like Tyler. Don't like Tyler. And I don't, I'm not, a, I don't need Cody to be back. Um, I also don't really like Ian. I think he's like too much of a, I need, to, I'm the best. Like, oh, I'm not going to try hard. And then he like tries so hard. Like, I don't know. Ian, I'm just bothered because he didn't deserve that win, in my humble opinion, <laughs> that season. So, well, I mean, it's because that whole season was not going to vote for a coach to win. Like, that's yeah. just, like, what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree with you guys, for sure, with your top two women. Obviously, Danielle, Danny Donato uh, was going to be up there for sure. Wanting to be able to see what she does without having her father there. Her father has been a, at least a part of both of her experiences. And so yeah. seeing her there on her own, you know, we've seen her through a few different stages of her life, which will be also be really interesting. Like, basically a eight, 19 years old, you know, she couldn't drink on the first time around. She meets the love of her life the second time around. And now she's married with the child the third time around and not speaking to her father at this point. So, you know, <laughs> she, she didn't even address his name. Like I was on there to show with someone. Like, I was like, slice, yeah. <laughs> pretty brutal. But um, I'm interested in see what she has to do as well. So if we put a third person up there, I'd put yeah. her probably. Um, I definitely loved Kevin. I loved, you know, his little story with his partner and maybe looking to start a family and even having um, Anita Vito be part of his little story there, his um, alter ego. Like, I just, I enjoyed the energy he brought. I forgot about him, really. I, I never thought I'd see him again. Like, why, I, I mean, he's, but then he did get yeah. third. So I was like, you know what? He did actually play a lot, a pretty good game. And he I forgot. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, Kevin, like, was he out pre-jury, like, you know, in my head? And I was like, oh, no, you got third. Like, you could have won if something just flipped, you know? You're going to say something, Tanya? Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to say no, something. No, he did play a good game. Like, I'm actually interested. To, his, his package, his intro package was, like, the one that I was most drawn to of the guys. Because I was like, okay, like, there's awareness here. There's, like enough time removed from your initial appearance that I think you're not coming in with like a huge target on your back right away. Like I'm more concerned for like the Tylers of the world where it's like your rep is like still super recent. So I think the newer season people that were more impactful are definitely more of a target just because they're recent, if that makes sense. Whereas like Kevin can actually probably like chill for a while. Yeah, I think Ch Kevin might be in a position where he can chill for a bit, but you do you know who won? You don't know who won Head of Household. I do, I do. You do? Okay, Michelle, you do as well, right? Yeah. I mean, this is not a spoiler at this point. It happened on the episode, but just... So, 
Cody ends up winning the head of household. And how did you like their gauntlet style, like, you know, live competition? I have a lot of problems with it, so. I, yeah, I, I thought that it was um, weird and uh, seemed harder than it should have been. Um, I feel like it was weird that they made it so that only certain of them could make it through. Like, I don't know. I thought it was weird that there was a way that, that you wouldn't have two women to, you know, for each round. Um, it was cool the way they made them just like, hey, when you enter, you play. Because it kind of cuts out that awkwardness of like them coming in and having to just be like, hi. And like, it would have given such an advantage for the because they all kind of know who each other are at the beginning to like talk already. So the fact that they had to go compete and then immediately another group's brought in, it kind of like makes you in competition mode from the beginning. So I thought it was like a good choice in terms of that. I just didn't like the competition itself really. Any thoughts, Tanya? I agree. I understand why they chose to draw it out this way. I was just like, okay. Like, I'd actually rather spend time seeing them interact with each other. I think that's right. more interesting. Because everyone totally... what? Like, it's not like anyone is not aware that it's all-stars. Like, everyone's played before. So, like, let's see how they talk to each other and, like, how those first moments go. Um, but the comp was also not fair because like some rooms are way harder to get the ball into than others and it was both of the female rooms and so my tinfoil hat goes on and i'm saying that i feel as though production wanted a man to win this first competition or this first head of household because a so both the times that the women were playing, they had to get their balls to the far end, either on one side, I can't remember, it was kitchen and living room, whatever it was, on the far end, and it didn't have any bumpers. So they could get it over there, but if they do one small room, it's gonna roll off the edge. For the men, the first one was, I think the bathroom down here, which Ian won and just, he just was like, flip, 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 and it was in, when the girls had to go all the way down to the end, and so obviously they're, it's heavy, so yeah. men's physical strength, they're gonna be able to lift up this heavy wooden maze and like, just like just do a little jimmy. And then the second time the men were playing, it was like in the middle of the board as opposed to the very far end, like both of the women's were. So I didn't understand A, why didn't they have it at least all be the same? Were they just trying to show their like, the cushy balls? Like, and they needed to show the ducky or whatever it was? Like, like they needed people to see that they had these ducks or, you know? Like, I, don't, I just didn't understand why they couldn't have this it be an equalizer where it's like all the same at least. So that, or all, like the two women for sure were going to go through. Like the fact that they timed out, I was like, that's completely unfair. No, so. I agree. That one that Janelle and Bailey and... I think it was Nicole and, and I forget who else was in that group. Mm -hmm. That one was the hardest one. Like they all almost made it like five times. Like it was like so intense. They had to get it into the bottom. The ball would roll off last minute. Like that one was way harder than the other ones, way harder. So like, it's already not fair, but okay. Like let's do this. Yeah. It's interesting to me that they would want a guy to win because like there's so many strong women in this season and like, why are they trying to give the power to the men? Right? I don't. I don't understand the logic behind that. Really, I don't. I haven't figured out what the logic is. Maybe because just it's a female packed season. Maybe to get the women to start playing right away, and like maybe that's what they want to ignite them. Because like 
from what we know of say Janelle, like she works best when she's under pressure, when she's made her line in the sand, like she has her crew, like she'll go win competitions. She doesn't care about putting people on the block. Like that's when she's in her power mode. And so maybe they wanted just to like jumpstart these women into playing the game. Um, but that's the only real reason why I could say it would be beneficial for them to have a man to win, or it was just a complete oversight, which I think is a terrible, terrible, terrible thing to say. Like to have four against two men to women for a head of household competition and at the beginning of an all-star season, like that doesn't look right to me. And the other yeah. part that was unfair, did you guys notice this? I freaked out. So Memphis is the first person that goes into part two. He goes and some of them had like that were going to be wobbly, the little toadstools or whatever it was, and some of them weren't. So he goes through his and he gets his time. And they didn't allow for all the little things to stop shaking. So when Cody just dipped it, zip, 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 zip down, I could still see the, the one shaking. And so he just obviously avoided the ones that were still shaking. And he, that's why he made mm -hmm. it in 22 seconds. They, it was very, very visible, the shaking um elements that he didn't have to step well, on well, i didn't re i didn't like put it, that together well honestly when you see it the next time like if you go back and watch it like it's just like it's like this like and so and then it wouldn't have the same effect for the next people because there was a commercial break right so by the time the commercial break was started it all of them are going to settle down and it's going to be reset and so then the next person's going to go and they're going to take obviously as long as Memphis did or whatever. And then it, then I think Julie started saying like, wait for them to reset. And then like, it was being uh, fair after the time was already like been yeah, established. Yeah, I think it was all really rushed because of the live. And I think that there was, cause you know, we saw a couple technical difficulties with like trying to get in the have not room, which was Funny. so hilarious and troll. Like, <laughs> I think there was a couple moments where they just, you know, it's live and they didn't really predict certain things about it, which they should have done, but I think this is all very last minute. So like, I guess they just didn't really like think about it until it was too late. I don't think they were intentionally trying to make Cody win specifically, but it was uh, no, I don't think Cody advantage. specifically, but that was a big slip up. And yeah. it, it was something that it wasn't even like, I had to like zoom in to see it. I was like, it's still moving. Like, did like you I, notice, did you notice uh, how well Ian did like he almost just ran across the whole thing I was like buddy you're trying to lay low like you're doing the opposite <laughs> of that everyone knows you're a comp beast and you're really smart you're gonna pretend to be dumb now yeah I don't know why he's trying to that strategy it makes no sense to me like I don't know why he's trying to pull that off no um, one's gonna buy that no one I was saying on um, Rob um, on our app is that maybe he'll start trying to kick his foot to his head like he did in his season. Remember his secret talent? Oh so yeah! He, he would like like jump and like like hit his foot to his head. <laughs> like, I mean, you should just start doing that again, and people will not take you as seriously. I'm sure. I'm sure. So yeah, I was really just upset with that competition because I think that Cody was the person that I would want to win the least yeah i don't think that there's anybody that i would rather he, there's know a with. moment that i clocked i don't know if you guys clocked this when it was the first round um obviously already memphis was like talking shit about like cody's alliance obviously he thinks he's better blah 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 they're, they're, and i think it's a really interesting that they're both the person that didn't win in top two who were in this amazing yeah. alliance and they were both the person that won for the other person to strategize around so like they're in a very, in my mind, I was like, maybe they'll work together because it's an interesting bond to have between two people. Like, no one respects your game. Yeah. 
even though you won. But so, um, but then they do that first round and Memphis and Cody win, like the first thing. And then they're all standing around, they're all hugging each other for the first time. And Memphis and Cody don't look at each other. They don't hug. They like barely shake hands. Like the tension, you could see the tension between them. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I just noticed like, I was like, fuck man. Like whoever wins out of the other one, out of those two, the other person's going on the block. I can guarantee you Cody's going to go after Memphis. Like they just had a weird, a weird tension. You don't think that maybe there was any pre-gaming? Because it seems like there's been some pre-gaming going on. So maybe that they're like, let's just like pretend like we don't maybe know each other. Pretending. Yeah, you know what? That could be true. That could be true. But I, I don't, I didn't notice they're interacting. It seems from what I've seen on the feeds and stuff like that, that Memphis is more team old school, but that could be a definitely undercover alliance that like hasn't come out yet because it's just like, we don't say anything until like we really need to, but like we're good for the next whatever five weeks. So you know what I mean? Like we'll we'll protect each other in these these times. Maybe I don't know, but it doesn't it doesn't seem right now that Cody is going to be going after um going after Memphis. It doesn't seem like it. I will um, I will give Cody credit for one thing only over Memphis, and I will say if we're talking about number two guys that have lost, but we're in a, an alliance that brought them to the end. I think Cody had more involvement and understanding in what was happening and more impact in his alliance with Derek than Memphis had with Dan. Like, to be honest, maybe I'm misremembering it, uh, but like, and I don't like Cody, so I'm really like fighting the urge to even give him a compliment, but I'm just saying, I think he did more alongside Derek than Memphis did alongside Dan. Agreed. In terms Dan, of moves. Yeah, Dan was the genius and was like, hey, Memphis, do this, do this, and like paved him. Yeah. Whereas like, Derek was really smart, but he still needed some of Cody's wins to kind of, and, and he would explain to Cody what's going on. Like, he was still the brain, but Cody did, you're right, like understand a little bit more. His mistake was bringing Derek to the end at the end of the day, like, and he's aware of that. Whereas, like, I think Memphis would still choose Dan. Like, I don't think he really gets what went down for him at that time. Like, I think he just would make the same decision now. And also, nobody wants to win the first HOH, anyways. In all stars, because well, you don't want to be out right away, but like, it's not a good thing to be the first set of household. Well, we kind of were talking about this and statistically people actually have done better winning the first head of household than not. And so, yes, we, we I, I used to be of the thought of, you know, you want to lay low, don't win the first HOH, you want to hide. But it seems as though nowadays you do want to win the first head of household so you can lay the groundwork and make the alliances and the connections so that you will be set up down the road. And so that's the new school. I thought. mean, has anyone ever won after winning first HOH though? Like actually won the game? I don't, I don't know. Think so. I, people agree, like Frank Eve won the first HOH and he made it to top four. Like people have done really well sometimes. You just don't want to strike first because then it becomes- I think it's tough, it's tough, yeah. With All-Stars though, All-Stars I would definitely, definitely, especially if I'm like a hot, shiny, like, you know, head on a spit, like Janelle and Kaser and all these like, they like yeah. they want to win. They don't want to be going home. They don't want to be looking too tasty for these like bottom feeders. You know what I mean? So yeah, but also season... like 
Yeah, Kesar is, because uh, he never made it to jury in two seasons, I feel like he's a less of a threat. I just hope he's together. smart enough. And I hope, but like, I hope Kesar and Janelle are actually still tight because I was watching them as well when they were all together and they didn't really seem to interact. And I was like, again, like, is that on purpose? They don't want to seem to like, yay, it's you. Well, like you want her to be like, what up, Kesar? Yeah. Like, we were waiting for it. And obviously they have to lay low. Um, I've heard that Janelle has, was doing a lot of pre-gaming. Um, and so I would assume that she has done some pre-gaming with Kesar and that they're like, let's play it cool. We have to play down our friendship. Um, this isn't really a spoiler, but it did happen on the feeds pretty much just after the episode ended. Um, and Kaser was being asked by Danielle, or Danny, sorry, she wants to go by Danny. Uh, like, so like, are you and Danielle, are Janelle still close? Like, are you still friends? She's like, he's like, no, like we haven't, we probably pretty much fell out of touch. And you know, like, you know, I have a family and she has a family now. And so like, like I'm, I'm still, I'm re-meeting her for the first time again. Like, so he's play, playing that up. But I think that they're still pretty tight. Because they're also having like discussions in the kitchen. It's like, oh, I remember you used to eat all the, the ice cream on season six. Like, you know what I mean? Like those kind of conversations as well. But when he was flat out asked, he downplayed their their tightness for yeah. sure. Man, like, Danny is so perceptive though. Like she's going to know. Like, Well, Danny needs to be working with Danielle. I mean, with Janelle. Janelle. And yeah. It looks like they're not. Oh. Spoiler alert! I don't know if it's a spoiler because it's just a conversation that was had in the like on the live feeds. Um, but she was kind of gossiping with um, Nicole Franzel, and um, it seems as though they were doing some pre-gaming together. And so part of the gossip that D Danny was saying, she was kind of being a little bit catty kind of Danielle style and being like, I really like, it's like, I so embarrassing, like how much everybody's just fangirling over Janelle and Kaser and like having kind of like a, like, uh, like, like, like whatever kind of attitude about it. And so I don't know if it's because she would like to have all that attention and doesn't want it to be Janelle, right? Because she wanted to be like Janelle and like she was always being compared to Janelle and with the wins as Janelle. And so with Janelle being in the house and being like the first and she's more buxom and they're both blonde now. And like, I was hoping that Janelle went in brunette because I thought it would be better for them to align if they were one brunette, one blonde. But anyways, she didn't. Yeah, and so it just girls. seems as though she is kind of pointing painting them as two people to go home yeah but like janelle is smart i mean we'll see what happens but like i feel janelle's pull will be better than danielle's pull but danielle it's is chatting with nicole who's friends with cody who's the head of household mm. yeah okay interesting i didn't know cody and nicole franzel were friends i hate nicole franzel well <laughs> I'm not a fan either, unfortunately. She's not getting a lot of love on the internet. Have you heard some of the rumors, Tanya, about that's been going on about what um, Nicole has been doing pre-season? Pre no, I have no. no idea. So to make a long story short, Michelle, you know this, right? Yeah. So it seems as though, I don't know if it's true or if it's not, but it, it very well could be that there was some sort of group chat that was going on on WhatsApp between Dan, Nicole, and Derek. And 
about them coming back for all-star season. Uh, Nicole apparently was not asked to be on the season. She went to production apparently and stated this fact and showed the receipts that Dan and Derek were pre-gaming with her. And that's why Derek and Dan are not on the season. Now Dan and Derek are both said like, I was never going to be on the season. I have a problem with Nicole, but like it has nothing to do with that. And like, so they didn't really clear it up and like, they're not on the season, but like, why wouldn't they be on the season? And even Danny at one point, I don't know if you noticed this on the episode, was like, I'm really surprised not to see Dan or Derek or both of them on this. And Nicole's like, um, I'm actually not so mad or something like that. She's like, uh, it doesn't bother me though. Or something like kind of dismissing that or like admitting to the fact that she wouldn't want them to be there. Tanya, you're going to say something? I just, why are those three having a group chat? I'm like so confused by why they're even talking. Like that's so well, random. They were, well, Derek and Nicole were on her first season together. Yeah. So she, they actually, they definitely know each other. Um, it's like a whole winners thing. You know what I mean? Like, so three right. winners getting together. If they're all going to be on the season, like, let's protect all the winners. Right. Like, obviously you're going to do that in some sort of pre-gaming. So my thoughts, if this is true, is that they wanted to get a winner's chat together. Nicole hadn't been asked as a winner yet went in tattletale and so they're like there's memes of nicole with like <laughs> with a karen haircut like <laughs> the big joke is like nicole's going to tell on production and that's why anything happens now anything bad that happens nicole must have said something to production so <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that cbs would not have jumped at the opportunity to have dan or derek back on the show like i think pre Gaming aside, you really think that they would have been like, nah, you guys can't come on? Like, people pregame anyways, you just don't know about it. Sure. Yeah. Eric was going to come back, like, that's what people have been wanting for so long. Damn, less so, because he's already come back again. So it's fine. Like, he's his legacy is very well cemented. I could see why he, he wouldn't need to come back again, having won and then come in second place and should have won a second time that's fine. But like Derek is like the person that everybody wants to see come back. If he was really entertaining it, there's no way CBS wouldn't have just like done it. I hear you. Just these tinfoil hats are on yeah, no. and the stands are out and they are just, they're going, they're going after her. They have like proof and receipts of everything. Um, <laughs> I so, think people are easy to jump on Nicole too because she's so hateable. <laughs> she's so hateable. Well, she said she even admits on the feeds that she's like, yeah, I watch like my episodes and I can understand why people don't like me that much. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> good. Like, so, and she hasn't been talking so annoying anymore. She's been using her big girl voice a little bit. So, we're, we're happy about that. Um, another thing, though, with kind of preseason gaming um, allegations, we'll say, is Josh was was heard of having a lot of pre-gaming that was happening. Of and we're assuming, um, I mean, we don't know for sure, obviously, and like people's medical health and all that stuff is not really any of my business, but it's been speculated that him and Casey are not are they going to be on the season because they tested positive? And we know that some people did test positive, but Josh did say that I'm not on the show, but it's for other reasons other than my health. So do you think that maybe they got win? Because I did hear that CBS was annoyed that he was pre-gaming and maybe that's why he wasn't on the show because he was sequestered. Because he was in LA when he didn't need to be. Like, why was he in LA and not on the show? I saw him on TMZ or like some sort of news thing. Well, 
I don't know. I heard some rumors about uh, his partying habits and lifestyle and about how uh, him and Casey were were partying in Miami, I want to say, or something like this, mm-hmm. p- potentially doing some illegal activities, allegedly. Are, are, are you just listening to Evil Dick's tweets? <laughs> Sounds no. all Evil Dick tweets. It was, uh, it was actually something challenge-related that I was listening to because they're also both trying to act like they might be on the challenge, too. And I'm like, guys, stop. Like, it's good. Like, we're fine with neither of you being around RTV for a while um but uh i think it's a classic josh move to act like he matters enough for anyone to care about what he's doing before going on big brother he's just probably gonna make it seem that way but it probably is just that he had covid and they were like no (laughs) you can't come in yeah well i heard that like he tested positive on one of the tests because they got tested multiple times throughout the time they were sequestered and then he tested negative again twice but they were too worried about the chances of it that they just didn't want to risk it so maybe it was laying dormant or like it was just like on its way out um that's that's straight i mean i don't know what the test is like apparently it seems as though they're still getting tested while in the house um every other day because i think they're talking about oh uh, Kevin and, and Janelle were talking about health and fitness and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, like he wants to get an allergy test. And she's like, well, with those swabs that we have to do like every other day, like maybe they could give you an allergy test. Like she just was kind of saying that in passing. So that's how I kind of learned that they're still being tested while they're in the house, which I think is a really good thing too, is that, you know, they're, they're still being very mindful of people's well, health. Because there's in this crew situation. that have to like do stuff too, right? So I guess it's like, just making sure. Well, crew is being sort of sequestered. Um, From what I heard that they're doing is they are having, say, Team A works for 30 days and they're staying like, I don't know, in like a trailer or or a hotel or whatever they're doing. And then they go home for two weeks and then they sequester again for two weeks and then they come back for a month. And so whatever different iteration of that is. So then I guess the other people would like- That's smart. You know. You, you get the the other iterations that it would be. Um, it'd be, I guess, two crews. Yeah, so two crews mm-hmm. that would be interchanging. And so that's what they're doing to, to, to kind of keep everybody safe in that regard and, and testing, I guess, every couple days. So, I mean, it's working so far. I'm happy that they figured out a way to have a season of Big Brother. I was like, you know, when Big Brother Canada shut down, I was so bummed. Like, I was like, just figure it out. Like, they're, they're sequestered. It's okay. And I mean, a lot has gone on. I don't think that they could have been living in the home, the house for the, the additional two months that they would have been. I think it would have been crazy. No, and the cast, like, honestly, it was for the best for, for everyone, for the good of everyone. Next season, let's get a fresh new cast and it'll be great. Because, like, I, I had given up on the season this almost anyway. It's so interesting, though, that, you know, a lot of racial issues were, like, fired up in, that, in just those first two weeks or three weeks. And then, like, that's what exploded basically within the world. It was just kind of like, I don't know, it was just foreshadowing and then now everything's shifted and changed now like the host she's black and she's gonna make sure like it's like it's completely different dynamics it's gonna be for season nine so i you're right i don't think that season eight could have happened because of the amount of shifting was going to be changing in the world that it would not have been able to last like those people would have been roasted like 
hung to dry, like their life would have been probably ruined just from how they were acting and how our new language with dealing with people that are problematic um, in problematic language race-wise. So I guess it's a good thing for them too because it would have been bad. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Not good at all. Okay, well, I want to know one thing that I was thinking is, okay, first, how did you like the, the new house? As far as the Big Brother houses go, you know, I think it's one of the better ones. There's, I mean, do I want to look at cartoon versions of these people every day when I wake up in neon colors? No, but <laughs> it's classic Big Brother tackiness. Did you like the house, Tanya? No, I never <laughs> do. It's so insane looking. Like, I, it's so over the top, always. <laughs> so, but I agree with what Michelle's saying. Given the baseline of Big Brother houses, it's not the most over the top, but I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I would feel sick if I woke up. Like, I would feel like, uh, like I was in some kind of like Alice in Wonderland situation. I don't, I don't I really mean, get. that's probably part of the experience of Big Brother is living in this like weird fun house, kind of not fun house. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, what I felt about it, like I actually, like I liked looking at it. Like I didn't really care for the cartoons and like the fact that Bailey needs to sleep beside like Swaggy's cartoon face just for, uh, um, but I felt, okay, this is my another tinfoil hat moment, is that because CBS is, is now merged with Viacom slash MTV, I'm wondering if the people that do the homes for the challenge and the real world, like that set design construction crew came in because it, I felt it had kind of more of a lofty, like real world slash like the challenge houses, like that kind of feel to it. And I'm wondering if, if you guys noticed that or picked that up, picked up Well, on they that. did call it like the big brother loft. So they're trying mm -hmm. to be a little bit fancier. Um, personally, I would love to go in that crazy looking house, um, like maybe like on drugs for a week or something <laughs> for fun times, but fun time. being there for 90 plus days. Oh my God. I, I would go, no, it would just be so, so awful. <laughs> Not to mention you have to crawl every time you go into the have not room. <laughs> These 40 year old men like crawling into the have not room. Like, like, and that sucked too for the people that didn't make it to part two of the competition. They didn't have the opportunity to win the 5,000 bucks and they didn't, they didn't get to have to be a half not. So like it kind of was okay for them not getting to part two. Why didn't they have multiple prizes or punishments in those envelopes? Someone's dropped the ball on this, some of these things this episode. I mean, I'm <laughs> grateful that we had a, have a season. Like, I get it. But like, there's a, there was a lot of, hmm, questionable moments this episode, I would say for sure. Like, the Even fact Julie. that the... Say again? Even Julie was like having her <laughs> moments. I was like... And then she, she was fully laughing. She was just like... Oh, ah! You're gonna see it at some point. <laughs> my, favorite, she's just like, my favorite moment of the entire episode is when she asked, like, I, I want to say maybe it was like the first group of guys that went in. And she was like, in one word, like, how do you feel about going back in the house? And then Enzo said, Dad. Pa pa Papa Dukes. Papa Dukes. Papa Dukes. And she was like, <laughs> Papa Dukes? And just like, <laughs> Because my dad's my dad. And I was like, Julie's just like, I mean, she, and then she was like, like, just like threw it back. It was so awkward. 
I love it. I love it. Well, what also was really strange about that moment, and maybe we can touch on it a little bit, is so, okay, Julie's standing 12 feet away from the other contestants. Cool. And they're all wearing masks. Okay. And then she's going to ask them a question. Why is she asking them a question with the mask? Especially when she asked Cody and Memphis about, like, who has the better alliance. Whoa, 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 whoa. And, Sorry, who said what? Like, obviously you're not gonna be able to tell. Yeah, like, what did you think they were gonna say? Like, what did you actually think they were gonna say? But why are they asking them questions when they have masks on and you can't hear or understand them? Like, let them go into the house, take off the mask or something and ask them the questions then. Like, there needed to be no questions asked there, but maybe they're just trolling them a little bit. I don't or, think it they really thought about it at all. They were just like, yeah, I guess you guys are standing in the studio, so you should have the masks on and then go in and take them off when like realistically, what was accomplished in that moment? Yeah, like, I think it was very, it was performative. Yeah, to say like, we are being safe and they've been wearing masks. It just looks so stupid times, And I'm standing 12 feet away. <laughs> Like, okay, Julie, like, like I don't just do six feet. I'm doing a full 12 well. feet. Because why not? Because I'm Julie Chen. <laughs> just kidding. That's like, was our line of the episode. We were joking about it on Robin's <laughs> podcast. Like, after everything, just kidding. <laughs> so, like, you're not listening to me. Last person's evicted. Who <laughs> sits down? You're just trolling everybody. But that's the thing, too, that I didn't understand. Okay, they had this two-hour jam-packed, like, like, I thought it was going to be better how they had it laid out. I wish the competition was a little bit different. It could have worked, but, like, watching four times people do a ball maze, like, it was, I, I was on the edge of my seat just because of who was playing, but, like, they could have done something different that would elicit the same feelings and allow them to have five minutes to see each other for the first time and not force them to sit down beside each other. Because from what I heard also is when they were, like, after each team went or group like group of four they would be in separate rooms and they couldn't talk to each other so while mm -hmm. the rest of the the episode was going on they weren't even able to like chit chat and pre-game or anything like that beforehand they had to like be like mm. i guess yeah. they have to put their mask back on like i don't know but like yeah so they so though that was the genuine first moment that they were seeing each other that they just just snuffed it was super weird. It's just like such a departure from what normally happens. Like literally let some of them in and then let the rest of them in and call it a day. I'd rather have an hour long episode that gives me the intro packages. Everyone comes in. I want to see a toast. I want to, I want to see like what people say in that moment. And then let's get to the game talk and HOH. And that's that. Like I did not need the ball maze four times. I did no, not need it. It was, it was not necessary. It was weird. And I just liked the, I liked the intensity of having to run in and start to do something, but I wish it hadn't been that way. I wish it was like yeah. something quick and then they all get to keep talking or whatever. Yeah. Like, I would have liked to see that. Something more interactive for yeah. sure. 
because that's like the most interesting part. I've, I've gone to the taping of Big Brother Canada a few times and I went to the premiere of season eight actually. And it was just like really interesting with the group of four people come in, the first four go down, they start getting to know each other and then the next four come in and like, you know, it's there's no music, it's silent. It has that like that tinny sound of like, you know, people don't know each other and it's just like them in a house. And it's, I find that really interesting to see yeah. people's, first experience with each other and so having it being overshadowed by julie telling them to sit down on the couch i was like julie we want to we want to talk to them i know you're on a time crunch but like you know let them let them have this moment for three more minutes please i i wanted to see everybody's reaction and to see who was pre-gaming and who wasn't because i was trying to look out for that um apparently tyler and was expected to see casey and Obviously, Josh, they were supposed to be in some sort of foursome. I think with Nicole, there's a Oh, no, poor Tyler. Sucks uh, to be you. I know, right? Bye. <laughs> How do you really feel? He's too much of a golden boy. Go away. Like, I don't need you. Yeah, I don't need him. He, I think he has a lot of odds against him. I think he has a lot of odds against him. He yeah. is a good social game player. Like, he is good. And, again, in recent memory, I don't think he's in a good position going into this at all. Everyone knows what he does. I don't think he's in a good place at all. I, I'd be surprised if he managed to swing it in a different way, but I feel like you got to take someone like that out sooner than later. Absolutely. Especially with the fact that how it seems that Big Brother's going nowadays is more challenge-like competitions, where it's like physical, yeah. brute, physical strength and stamina is the most important. And even though it's sometimes it's not fair, I kind of like those crapshoot ones because it shakes up the dynamic of the house. Like, let's see them, you know, do some stupid putting thing down into like, you know, Oteb's mouth. Like, I don't know, let me see that stupid, like anybody could win. You don't need to be a super duper athlete. And, you know, it's kind of like what we're saying about the challenge. It's like, we want to see people that can, that you don't know who's going to win this challenge because it has a little bit of randomness to it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, with the way this, the challenge is going, you want to get a person like Tyler out for sure, just because, like, they'll start winning everything. And, and he lies to everyone about everything. Like, you can't trust him. Yeah. I mean, he. I guess he did acknowledge that he made final choose with everybody, and that was probably part of his mistake. I think his biggest mistake was the fact that he didn't secure Bailey's vote. Yes. Yes. It was jury management for him, I think. He just needed one, and that could have been Bailey. Yeah, exactly. But it, too many promises made and none fulfilled for him. So he sealed his own. I vote. also don't think she was ever going to vote for him. Like no. But I'm really curious to see what Bailey does this season. Actually, I, I hope she like manages to reel it in and uh, make it a bit further this time because I actually like I actually like Bailey <laughs> I'm like I'm for her as a character I don't mind Bailey but I was trying to figure it out I was talking with my mom today and what I realized that I think it, that I don't enjoy about her is that I don't find her funny and funny and some sort of humor and like and taking poking a little bit of fun at yourself like I find that kind of endearing that they just think you know they just like they know they don't take themselves that seriously and I find that she, it's just that she has kind of like a veneer a bit of a front on all the time and she was telling a lot of stories and like to a lot of different people but how she was saying it in my opinion 
it was just so, it was just so matter of fact and like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I've done that. I'm, yeah, that's like, it was super fun. And like, oh yeah, me and Swaggy, like we're great. Like it's my boy, like I love him. And it's like, yeah. wait, do you love him? Like, I can't really tell that you love him. Like you just, or if they just like, you know, like Swaggy, like, oh my God, he's my man. Like he's my babe, like I love him. Like, <laughs> like. That's you know, a good Bailey. <laughs> I've been practicing today. No, not a little bit, but I, I can get, I'm gonna get good at Bailey for sure. But I just don't feel like anything from her. And so I think that that's why I don't engage with her that much and don't really care for her to do that well is because there's a bit of a veneer in her presentation and even when she came okay. onto the challenge because I don't have that connection with her with her coming up with this like braggadocious pumped up attitude it's just like who what who are you I, to have this kind of I will up? say I did notice a couple moments of this premiere when they're all sitting together and it would pan to her and she would just be like like she looked super unhappy and super like ticked off about something well it's probably like the people that are there or what like whatever the case may be like there's something that she's not pleased with. And she and I was just, I love that like, she doesn't hide her emotions yeah. that way. I find it like, it just always creates an interesting dynamic. And I agree, like I hope she reels it in. Like I hope she makes a bit smarter choices because she could potentially do all right. But like, we'll just, we'll, we'll see what kind of alliances she gets herself in. I can't wait to see all the different alliances. It seems like she she likes Chanel a lot. That seems like a person that yeah. she's been chatting quite a bit with. So I'm I'm happy about that. Like I want her to do well. I want her just to be more engaging and make me just want to root for her a little bit more. Like I, I want to root for her, but she just doesn't draw me in. Like she's not she doesn't have that. Like Janelle like just draws you in. You want to root for her, you know? You're just like, I'll anything you want, Janelle. Because Janelle is just a the real deal, man. Like <laughs> she doesn't care what people think. She's gonna do what she wants to do, and and she's loyal to the thing, the what she wants to be loyal to, and she plays hard, and it's just a true spirit of the game. Um, one last person I want to talk about is David. Yeah, very curious. <laughs> I have no knowledge of him at all. Did you not well, watch last season? No, so he he didn't get the chance to get eliminated. At the beginning, there was like people and, and he had to do a competition and he lost. And so he didn't even get the chance to get voted off. So he's never spent a night in the house. Well, he like, has, but not as a player. They, not as a player. They had him a camp a comeback. Camp. And that the, there were the first four eliminated players, they didn't leave the house. They ended up staying within the house in another room, but they, the, the, with the dynamics within the house, the people that were still playing, they would say like, oh, you can't talk to the people that have been eliminated, like they're off limits. So that's what, it wasn't a rule of the actual show, it was a rule of the house guests they made. And so he basically had um, a, a ball maze competition to come back into the game after the first four, I think it was four people were eliminated and he lost that. So he's never, he's never cast a vote. He's never sat on the block. Like he's never watched the season. I'm watching him on the feeds and he's going up to Danielle Donato being like, hi, like my name is David. Sorry, what's your name? Oh, you want to be called Danny? Like, okay, what season were you on? Like, and she's just okay. like, probably like, um, do you know who I am? Like, you know, it's just, he doesn't know, he hasn't seen any show. He's like, hey, I'm not really a fan of the show. It's like. Do you think he's like, pretending though? I don't think He's a so. Really? I don't think so. Because then he said, even uh, I, I, I even tweeted this. It, it bothered me so much that 
they were he was talking to the caser and somebody else and he's like okay well like what do we do now like you know the, the regular boredom of the the big brother house and caser you can see he's like he's like his brain just going because he's like okay cody and i don't have a really good relationship like he's trying to figure out what he needs to do to like be able to go talk to cody like he's he's working already and david's there like so yeah, what do we do now? He's like, oh, I wish we had Monopoly in here. Like, I would love to play that game. And like, I'm just like, wait, you're playing a game right now. Like, she, See, I didn't know that. I thought David was a, a super fan and just never got the chance. To, I think uh, he was a recruit. Oh, well then I don't really, cause I was like, oh, I don't want him to go home first cause I feel bad cause of his journey last time. But now I don't feel bad. If you're, if you aren't a stan, you didn't do your research. He didn't even, you do not he deserve has, to make it far. I don't think he's opinion. seen a full season. Hmm. Like, he didn't even see a full season in Sequester. Like, I don't think. Um, Nicole Anthony at least said, um, she's like, oh, yeah, like, I watched season six and season ten because she had, like, a little fangirl moment with Kesar in the kitchen at one point. And it was cute, actually. And so, I mean, I thought that she was a bigger fan to at least have seen every ep every season. Oh, no, but... she has. She's trying no, she, to doubt. She said, no, I, I, don't th I really don't think she was. It didn't seem like it. She was like, oh, I, I watched season six and season 10 and like was saying that she was the first time she had met like Kesar. Because how come Julie was like, you're a super fan, Nicole, to her like before she got into the house? I think super fan means different things to different people. Mm. Like I, I would say I'm a super fan because I watch the live feeds. Um, but some people say that they were a super fan for completing seasons. Yeah. Well, like for instance, Nick, um, Michelle, he says he's a super fan, but he doesn't watch the live feeds at all. And I'm like, what? I don't watch the live feeds, but or, I read the live. No, he or he won't get. He doesn't want to get spoiled. Oh, I want to get spoiled. Yeah. I read the updates, but I don't watch the feeds. But Tanya used to watch the feeds and I would watch them with her sometimes. And I gave you the link now so you can watch them intermittently. Okay, okay, great. <laughs> She'll give it to you. Oh, I can give it to you as well. Um, I found a link for the feeds. So I've been watching them and I've been loving them and I might have to do like some daily feed updates just to like get things off my chest because <laughs> there's so many things going on. Um, I mean, we kind of talked about everything that happened this episode. Is there anything else that went down? I think we need to shout out someone who we've spent no time talking about that I'm really praying for this season, which is Devon, and yeah. uh, really supportive of her journey. And uh, <laughs> I think she may be able to actually do well. Um, thoughts and prayers with her, but like, yeah, she's not the number one target. And she's also not the wildest person out there when you have the Baileys of the world in the house who like pop off. So I'm feeling like she might actually be in a good position. And according to the, the Joker's updates popularity ranking, she is number six. So oh, let's, hear let's hear the, can I hear the order? Can yeah, so, so number one is Janelle, obviously. Uh, number two right now is Kaser. Number three, Keisha. Number four, Nicole A. Okay. Danny, Davon, Ian, Memphis, Kevin, Tyler. And then in the bottom tier, we have Cody. Oh, sorry, Enzo, awful. Cody, <laughs> David, Nicole F. 
Bailey second to last and number one last person, Christmas. I forgot. I was like, who's it going to be? I'm like, who's it going to be? I who's forgot the last about person? Christmas. Exactly. Like, who's no, the last Christmas. <laughs> I forgot that she made it to final three. Also, hey. ew. She was like all over Paul. We hated her. She was one of the worst players. Like, I don't think she's an all star. And oh. I think she was an alternate and uh, the last alternate, I think. Honestly. Um, well, I think Keisha was an alternate. I think Kevin was an alternate. Um, Christmas was probably like in there as an alternate. I don't know who else came down, but they definitely had more than, there's yeah. more people that went home. So probably the two. I don't know who else was maybe in the running. There was other people that were rumored and then obviously that they weren't, but. I don't think David would have been a first choice. That might've been a COVID choice. Well, yeah. He was in the like the talks from the beginning of all the rumor mills, and so really? I think that with the okay. the the hope for diversity and with you know his story arc um, last season, I think that they wanted to bring him back just especially to fill the diversity um, element right. of it. So. I, I they did name it something else, but they named it second chances. No, they what did they name it? Um, yeah. They named it something else in these episodes. Something to prove. Okay. Something to prove. So I know it says All Stars, but they, they and, you know, subtitled it Something to Prove. And he does have something to prove. He has to prove that he's, like, a fan of the show. Like, I, at this point, I do not want to give him, I don't want him to win the money. Like. No. I want him to maybe, like, get a proper week in the house. Like, get put on the block. Like <laughs> the trolls are already being like, and David is the first all star to already surpass his time that it was in the house the first time. <laughs> but when you think about these rankings, though, Tyler being number 10, I thought he was America's fave. He was. I don't believe that he actually was. Was America's fave? Wasn't my fave. Or maybe the fact that because they've got some of these old polls, some OG fans have come out yeah. of the woodworks that are coming to support because their Absolutely. top picks are my top picks. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm pretty like I would I could yeah, yeah. Like, those you top picks compare, are great. You can't compare a Tyler to any of these OGs. Like we don't love Memphis by any stretch. But at least he's in the OG group. He's a number for that side, hopefully. So, like, the more OGs, especially we just had a season of Survivor, such a good season, but all the old schoolers got fucked over, right? So I'm, I'm worried that Danielle's going to do this I'm worried that's going to happen again because there's friction. So the old have schoolers to. have to pull together. I'm praying for it. I'm praying for it. Man. Um, okay, what do you, the last, 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 last thing is what do you guys think or heard about or speculating about that that um, secret suite? What is it? Secret suite? Um, oh, yeah. The what is it called? Safety suite. Safety suite, yeah. Was it do we know like what's going on there? I, th I know it's like it's been exposed as to what's happening with it in like on the feeds, but I haven't um, been up to it Yeah, essentially, Tanya, I don't know if you saw that part, but all they say is like, we're going to, um, there's a room to be unlocked called the safety suite. Everyone gets is gonna get a chance at some point to access this room and someone will get some sort of a power. Apparently it has the power to save two people. 
Okay. But they don't really know the details yet, but Julie kind of gave us a hint. So there's, and as the season goes on, there's going to be new secret rooms that get, like, come to pass. So hopefully maybe oh that'll God. save Janelle if she's in trouble this week. Seriously. That's oh a driven situation. Well, I'm just like, I hate twists, but I love a twist that saves my favorite. Yeah. Like, give me that twist. Like, I don't care, but if it's going to save, like, Tyler, like, get it out of here. Like, I definitely don't like twists in general, but if they're going to put, like, they already messed up with the competition with making it unfair for the women to be able to do as equally as well as the men. And so... Like, at least they have a twist coming in that might be unfair, and that's going to save our favorites. And yeah. maybe they're going to do something Camp um, camp Comeback style. Uh, maybe they were test they tested it out last season, and so we don't lose the favorite, kind of like how they did um, Extinction Island for Survivor this time around again. Like, you know, just to keep our favorites on the screen the whole time yeah. around. So maybe they'll do something like that again with all these newly unlocked rooms just to keep them on our screens and they've already been sequestered right so instead of sending them back into the wildlife like maybe they're going to do something like that that would be great big i mean i don't care big brother usually uses the production influence to keep people that we like more versus survivor where they give people immunity idols that you're like why did you do this so yeah. <laughs> and by give i mean like somebody like was walking and found one um magically so i feel like big brother usually saves the people that we want to see saved so i'm all for it um if it's gonna be supporting people that i want to see still there uh but i think they're keeping it vague on purpose so that they can tweak it to be, <laughs> they need to be. that is that's a controversial statement but i i could i could agree with that it's not it is what's happening it's been yeah. happening but yeah that. Well, the one thing though that I've always complained about with some of these twists and like with Survivor and like these tokens and like all these new trinkets and doodads is when you don't give the, all the information to the players, they can't use it to strategize. And so I feel like it's st it just like stifles any sort of strategy because you're like, oh, I don't know what that room's going to do. So like, I'm not going to really do anything big or bold because like that room might, you know, stab me in the back. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do anything. And so I feel like it really immobilizes any sort of strategy, even though they want people to strategize. And so they're trading moments for other moments when they just don't realize that it's the organic ones that we are obsessed with. Like look at Keisha's freaking birthday with that sad little birthday cake. Like you, they could never put a moment like that together by withholding that secret room information. You know what I mean? Like the gold happens in the relations with people and that's what we love about the show and they need to stop trying to tamper with it. But like on a personal level I don't want it to be production interfered even if it doesn't work in my favor I'd prefer to be a more holistic game that just plays out the way it plays out with the rules that were set in place yeah I know. they are going to mess with <laughs> us then I want them to mess with the people that I want to see which are typically the people that are more popular anyway so it's fine but well they're definitely those top six people they are going to be protecting them because those are yeah. the people that are making the ratings like exactly exactly that's the people that people want to see they don't want to go home and i was hoping that like i mean we still don't know who the nominations are but like hoping that the pedigree of like the daniels and the janelles and like all of these people that 
the new newfound famous like Instagram follower wannabes, like they'd be scared of the rage and the wrath of the Janelle stands that like maybe they'd stay away from them. So I'm hoping that maybe a little bit of that will play into it, but I don't think so. I think they want the head of the spit. They should think about it though, because what if it's like an America's vote situation for like an advantage or something like, you know who America's going to vote for, right? Like, it's just like, these are legend status people that are there that, that people have loved for years and years and years. So if I'm going into that position, I'm trying to be buddies with Janelle. One, she's going to be a shield for me because she's a bigger target than me no matter what. And two, if it comes down to advantages that are voted for by the general public, she's going to get them. Like, why wouldn't you want to be in an alliance with that person? It doesn't make I, sense. Not. I know. I, I mean, obviously, I'm such a fangirl over here. But, like, I would, A, just want to, like, hang out with Janelle. Like, I want to be part <laughs> of the Janelle crew. Like, I want to be the caser in Janelle. Like, I want I want that. Like, why would people not want to be in that? I don't know. Really? I would definitely be buddying up with Janelle. No doubt about it. Holy. Janelle. Me, Janelle, Keisha would be, like, a trio. It'd be Jeez. so fun. Make oh. the alliance. Happen, ladies. Make the alliance. Maybe All Stars Three. I'll be on it. Canada versus US. <laughs> I don't know. Um, love talking to you guys about Big Brother. Obviously, it's all of our obsessions of reality TV. Is I'm so happy that we have a season. Any last words, ladies? No, I can't wait to see what's what's to come. I'm so much. Go to my phone and read some updates after this. So I'm gonna watch the feeds. Watch the feeds, Michelle. Hey. <laughs> please I just need people to watch it with me so I can be like did you see that did you see that did you see that like so fun well thanks everybody for tuning in for a little quick little update on Big Brother the premiere episode of season 22 Woohoo! Uh, make sure you please subscribe right down below hit that like button if you like the episode and ring the bell so we can be notifying you every time we have a new episode if you want to find me online find me on Instagram at ShanFranFran or at Reality Realness with three S's Michelle, if people want to find you, where can they go? At Mishnash, three H's. <laughs> and Tana, people can find you at? Uh, on Instagram at Tanya Philly, T-A-N-Y-A-F-I-L-I. -I. Follow for follow. Ooh, <laughs> stakes are high. Have a great night, ladies. See you soon. Woo. <laughs>